Welcome to another episode of Yappin' With Us. Today we're going to discuss City of Glass by Cassandra Clare. So this is the third installment of our series called the Shadowhunter Chronicles. So if you haven't listened to the first two, I highly suggest you give them a listen. Um, before we start, let's discuss our food for thought that we left off from last episode, which is, do you like Clary with Simon? No. And then, like, the sparkly emoji. Um, in my opinion, like, like you know, like, Jace and Clary are siblings because, like, they're blood-related, but they didn't grow up together. But Clary and Simon are siblings because they did grow up together. And that's how they kind of felt about each other, and that's how they acted. So it was kind of, like, more incest, in my opinion. Like, that's how I felt about it. And also, Simon's, like, such a sweetie, and then there's Clary. I couldn't agree with you more. Like, absolutely. Like, imagine growing up with somebody, and then suddenly, because you can't be in love with your brother, you choose him. Like, I personally feel repulsed when I think of them together, and not because, like, you know, they're unattractive as a couple, like outwardly, they're, they're pretty okay. But I relate to Simon. And I don't like that Clary is using him because she can't date Jace. I think it all just boils down to me disliking Clary on like a deep, deep level. Of course. And like, I, I like the childhood, like sweetheart, like trope is cute, but not here. Like not in this instance. It's not it's this not is a that. little bit too close to incest for me. Like, yeah. it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And I think they genuinely do view each other. At least I feel like Clary genuinely views him as a brother. Yeah. Yeah. From um, Clary, yeah. It's Clary partaking in the incest more than Simon because Simon was in love with her forever. Yeah. It's, it's Clary again. It's always Clary. She's the issue. She is. So anyways... Going to the plot synopsis, um, just to refresh your memories, after the whole showdown with Valentine in the previous book, City of Ashes, all the Shadowhunters are called back to their homeland of Alicante? Alicante. Whatever, whatever you choose to call it. Um, which is, wait, is Alicante in Idris or is like, is Alicante the city and Idris the country? Idris is the country, yeah. Alicante is the okay. capital. Right, okay. So, um, in Idris, where they'll discuss their next steps with their equivalent of the government called the Clave. The Clave is particularly interested in meeting Clary, but Jace, being the overprotective twat, he is, thwarts Clary, so she misses her ride there. She then behaves like an even bigger twat, <laughs> illegally enters and illegally enters Alicante, Alicante, uh, which is just a big no-no. Like, that's that's not the way to do it. Now the whole gang, Simon included, is in Al- Alicante <laughs> and are doing what they do best, stirring up some drama. While Clary and Jace are squabbling like petulant children and, you know, generally being flirty and all mushy with each other, even though they are quite aware that they are siblings, Valentine has a plan brewing to use the moral sword, sword, why did I say it like that, anyways, (laughs) to make a demon army and use them to ask the Shadowhunters one question, join him or die. So dramatic, I love it. 
I know. Honestly, TBH died. Joining him sounds like too much work. Yeah. He just seems like, you know, all the wrong morals in the wrong place. Not a cool dude. Valentine is negative 10 out of 10. I imagine that, I feel like in high school, though, he he was like, he was it. He was the dude. I mean, he was. Like, we know he was. That. That's why he is the way he is, because he literally has, like, narcissistic personality disorder, because he thinks he has some sort of god complex, and now that people don't agree with him, he needs to kill them all. Essentially. So, at the beginning of the book, this is, like, my first issue. I think this is maybe in the first chapter, first couple chapters. Clary's opening the Institute door, and she identifies as Clary Morgenstern. Like, she, you just found out that that was your dad, like, maybe two months ago or something. But even so, it's not like he's someone that you want to be associated with. Like, he's, he's a murderer. He's racist. He's probably homophobic. He's weird. Why would you want to associate yourself with this last name? Exactly. He, like, I don't, like, it's not like the Institute, like, she could have used Frey or Fairchild. It's not like the Institute doors are like, no, I will not open because you did not use your um, last name that would have been given to you by the patriarchy, you know? Okay, but also, the Institute doors, like, on so many different occasions, have never required a full name. Like, there's been instances where people just, like, touch it and it opens. Like, why did she have to say her name in this case? Yeah. Why did she, like, ugh, I just don't like that she used Morgan's turn. It's like, really, after all of this, that's how you're going to identify? Yeah, like, she really could have used Frey. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And that's one of the many reasons in this book, specifically, why I have issues with Clary. The, But also, I, I feel like I have way more issues with Jace in this book than I have in the past. Oh. Yeah, like, who does he think he is messing with Clary and trying to manipulate her into not going to Alicante? Like, truly, I want to know where this man's god complex came from. Well, I mean, it probably came from Valentine, but it's really, really bad, and I don't know why he thinks it's okay to meddle with her business. Like, okay, it's, it's the double standards for me, because one minute he's like, I'm your brother, you fool, so I will dictate what you do, because we are blood, because we are related, and then the next minute it's like, wow, I wish I wasn't your brother, because I want to mack on your face, you know, like, please, pick a stance, and then <laughs> die on that hill, okay? Honestly, like, I, oh, the whole thing's uncomfortable, but I had a lot of issues with Clary wanting to go to Idris, because she was so bratty, like, she was really pressuring Magnus to help her go. And he has, like, boundaries set by the clave of what he can do. And she's, like, like, she's not taking into account to, she's not taking into account how her actions will affect other people. And, like, I don't know. She's been a shadow hunter for, like, three months. She needs to calm down. This is one of those instances where, you know, I feel like Clary confuses selfishness and, and bravery. Because she thinks she's super brave, like, going to help her mom and going to Alicante, but she doesn't consider all the people that she's hurting while exactly. doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Magnus tries to come up with a reasonable solution, like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send a message to Ragnar, telling him that it'll just be Jace and not you, and she just runs away. Because she needs to be the center of attention. She doesn't like the fact that Jace took her 
fame or whatever. Like he, he basically took her creds of being able to say like, oh mom, I woke you up, right? Yeah, the spotlight's not on her right now and it's not going well. Yeah, like this is where her attention-seeking behavior really comes to a head. And it's also where I draw issues with Jace. Like I get it, you want to protect her, but I, I honestly, like I don't like how he just keeps getting in her way. And I'm really anti-Clary. Like, really. Like, you will not find... Yeah, we will not find anyone more anti-Clary. But I feel bad for her. Like, I really do. Like, she just wanted to go, and then then her brother-slash-lover had to thwart her. That was unnecessary. Really, it was. It would have been safer if he just let her come. Because if he knew her at all, he would have known she would have found some way of getting there. That's true, but then we have to think about the fact that they don't really know each other at all, because they've Mm. known each other for, like, a couple months, and I don't know. Yeah, that's very true. They don't know each other, but they think they do because they think that they're the greatest things to ever happen since sliced bread. Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, that whole, even the whole journey of Clary getting to Alicante with Luke made me want to vomit. Because if I were Luke, I would have drop kicked Clary's ass all the way back to Brooklyn. I was literally going to say drop kicked, but I, okay, that's, that's <laughs> funny. Um, I, I definitely, if I was Luke, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be helping her. Like, I'd be like, this is your problem, not mine. Exactly. I'm over it. Like, everybody not- just helps Clary for some reason. Why? She's not even nice. I, I just wouldn't deal with her because, you know, she's annoying. She is annoying. You know who else is annoying? The Inquisitor. Aldertree. Oh my gosh. Literally this man. I just want to know, how did he get the Inquisitor position? Because he is literally a walking marshmallow and he has the IQ of a mailbox. I don't know how he got to be Inquisitor. Well, like, you know what the government is like. How did some people become president? How did Aldertree become the Inquisitor? You know, it's just like, the government in the Shadowhunter universe world is, like, just as corrupt as it is anywhere on Earth. And I think that is, actually, I hate a lot of things that Cassandra Clare does, but this is one thing that I think she did pretty well. You don't really see it that much in these books, but you see it a lot in the Dark Artifices. That's true. Like, she has basically no representation and, you know, token LGBTQ characters but at least one thing she does correctly is portray the government as corrupt, which is, you know, that's great. At least she did that. At least I she guess. did that. Um, but enough about, enough about all of this. Let's move on to my favorite topic of this book. And we have dubbed it Uncomfy Things, where we just discuss all of the many, many, many instances of incest that occur in this novel. <laughs> So, two words for, to start us off. Alien and Jace, okay? I, I don't have any issue with Alien kissing Jace. I actually think that it's super normal, and I think it's totally okay for Alien to explore her sexuality through kissing, you know, different people. What I have an issue with is literally everything that happens after Clary walks in. That is just so weird. So, so, so weird. Okay, so I understand. Okay. I feel like thinking about it kind of from their point of view, 
they met each other they kind of liked each other they had crushes on each other then they found out their siblings so they have all this like misplaced emotions and stuff like they don't know what to do with so understandably they're upset or they're having a hard time dealing with it what i would do differently hopefully i'm i'm never gonna be in this situation hopefully (laughs) but um i would not make a scene in front of other people crying i don't know if she cried but like just like making a scene in general being dramatic about the fact that my brother like he is your brother i don't care how you felt about him before like compartmentalize i was about that's true and it's not like she just found out right like they've been sitting on this information for a couple weeks yeah i'm i'm honestly a little bit confused of the timeline of the books yeah yeah very confusing (laughs) Like, to me, everything happened very quickly. It did. Like, City of Bones and City of Ashes, I feel, happened within a couple months. Must have been. Must have been. Because everything that happened with Simon and him becoming a vampire. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. He became a vampire in, what, City of Ashes? Yeah. But all the instances leading up to him becoming a vampire was in City of Bones. So if... Like, if it was a longer period of time in between those things, you would think that, like, he maybe wouldn't have become a vampire. You know what I mean? Honestly, if you guys want to see a timeline, we would have to do some deep research because it's, like, it's hard to find. But if that's something y'all want to see, let us know because I don't know it off the top of my head. It's all very, very squished together. And I, I wouldn't be able to tell you a definitive number of how many weeks or how many months it's all taken place in. Let's go back to the uncomfy things, because we do have a lot, <laughs> lot more. That's true. We do. We do. Um, next uncomfy thing on our list. So the first one was Aileen and Jace, and then Clary's whole reaction. The second one is the horse ride. All I have to say is double incest. <laughs> and, you know, for those of you who are wondering what I mean by double incest, it's that um, at the end of the book, at the end of City of Glass, we learn that Jace and Clary aren't actually biological siblings. But Jace, or not Jace, Clary and Sebastian are. So she technically still did kiss her biological brother. And I love that Simon just straight up pointed it out. He was like, ha ha ha, if you didn't kiss him before, well, you've kissed him now. Yeah, like if you didn't kiss your brother and Jace, you kissed him and Sebastian. But again, speaking of um, Simon, I honestly think it's triple incest, not just double incest. Because they dated, and they saw each other in a very brotherly, sisterly manner. At least Clary did. So, it's honestly her judgment calls her really bad. Like, the fact that she always leans towards the incest option is just very troubling to me. I know. Like, maybe she should take a break. Like, I would just be like, okay, guys, I'm not going to be dating for a while now. Don't want to accidentally date anyone that I'm related to. Yeah, I would Um, Guard, like even that horse ride was just like even in general just a shitty date i wouldn't even like that and he smelled like black pepper what a weird thing to smell like i would be sneezing i don't associate i feel like that maybe cassie was supposed to make that scent like sexy i don't associate that with smelling good like if you smell like black pepper i'm i'm just gonna be like you know genuinely i'm gonna think of eggs yeah i i put pepper like black pepper on my eggs yeah and I will think of sneezing and that's it 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 doesn't equate 
sexy times. I, I don't know what she was thinking. Um, I also don't know what she was thinking when she, that, that whole, not, it's not even a scene. I feel like it's a huge, like, chunk of the book where Jason Clary are on the mission to find the Book of White. Um, I literally cannot believe my 14-year-old self thought this was romantic. I thought them rolling around in the grass was the epitome of romance, even though now I'm, I understand they are siblings. They still think they're siblings at this point, and they are, like, macking on each other rolling around in the grass and like jace thinks he's lusting after her because he has demon blood right but this like i don't even think demons would stoop to this level that's just jace having a smooth brain oh my god i just think it's so funny this like the past two books he's been like it's my demon blood that is why i'm attracted to her even though i know we're siblings but then you find out he doesn't even have demon blood so it's like no you were literally just being stupid yeah yeah um, another thing that, um, uh, my younger self thought was cute was Jason Cleary holding hands in bed in Amethyst's, Amethyst's house. Ugh. That was just uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when she, when Cassie described it as, like, two kids holding hands in a fairy tale, ma'am, that is a nightmare. That is two siblings in love holding hands it's a nightmare it's not pretty it's not cute it why are you romanticizing this and never have i ever read a fairy tale where it's a brother and sister yeah holding hands being in love yeah that that's that's an issue and i feel like you know maybe cassie has some unresolved issues that she's you know taken out into this book but i just think that it's it's very weird um, I feel like there was, okay, I think we're kind of done with our uncomfy things. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the uncomfy things for hours, but we gotta cap it somewhere. <laughs> so now we're gonna go on to my, my food for thought when I was reading this, is how is Ethuriel's life force tied to the house? I just don't understand that. I never questioned it, but now I realize, like, the house was built before he was trapped there. How is it? tied to the house okay my answer for you so they were like two separate things right the house and and ethereal but then you put them together so now they're connected like they didn't have to be connected before but they are now actually i just thought of a really good analogy that is makes way more sense than what i'm about to say but i'll tell you my stupid one first so imagine you have two pieces of paper <laughs> by themselves they're just two pieces of paper but then you glue them together which is the equivalent of the angel of life being tied to the house. Now, okay, so they're glued together pretty well. They're very properly glued together. I, we get it, they're glued. <laughs> I know, but it's the glue is dry now. Okay. <laughs> so when you try to take those two pieces apart, two pieces apart, the paper will rip. One or both of the pages will rip. It's not gonna be in the same form as it was before. And now this leads me to my better analogy, I guess, that Avika's actually not prepared for because I just thought about it right now. Oh, gosh. Okay, so you have two people. They're best friends. Amazing. They're also shadow hunters. They decide to become Parabatai. Okay. By themselves, they're fine. But now you've put, you've fused them together in a way that cannot be fused apart. 
Okay, I see that. I see that. That makes sense. Um, so Ithuriel is fused with the Wayland Manor. Yeah, they're parabatai. They're parabatai. They're, they're lovers. They're in love. Okay, I get that. Um, <laughs> so I guess my my big aha moment where I thought I found a plot hole was just me being stupid. But that's okay. Um, I'm also, I think I might be a sociopath. Um, because... I was not sad when Max was killed. I didn't feel any type of ways about it. And I just think that, like, is there something wrong with me? I think that the most upsetting part about Max's death was me being duped by Sebastian. (laughs) The fact that he tricked me for so long. You fell for it. Yeah. But I don't think you're a sociopath, honestly, if, um, not if I... Okay, I read it too. Um, I feel like I would have been more upset if Isabel died, but Max was barely in the books, so it's hard to feel any sympathy for him. All right, that that makes me feel better. Really, yeah, because I just felt like I didn't really know him, and it's obviously I'm sad for Isabel, and I'm sad for the characters I actually like, but in terms of like me being sad about Max not being in the books anymore, I don't really feel ways about it. Yeah, well, he was always away with his parents. I mean, how sad can Isabel and Alec even be? I'm kidding. Very sad. They can be very <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, um, as <laughs> their brother, but okay. Um, okay, but now I can finally, now that we know that Jocelyn's woken up from her coma and she's like back and she told everybody that, you know, Jace isn't actually Clary's biological brother and that Sebastian is and all that, but all that fun stuff. I can tell you all my secret on how I, despise Jocelyn. I absolutely cannot stand her. And I already know someone's going to say something about my redhead vendetta, but it's not that. It's just Jocelyn being an overall bad, poopy person. And that's the tea. Okay, so now my my turn. This is not a surprise. We know that Jocelyn is a redhead. I'm not saying that it's causation, but there's definitely a correlation between the fact that a character is a redhead and you having an intense deep hatred for them. Okay, so you're telling me that you don't have an intense deep hatred for Clary and Jocelyn? Not Jocelyn. I don't hate Jocelyn. What? Sure, she picked a bad man. Now the whole world is in danger. It's not even that. Like, of course, you're allowed to pick someone who deceives you. And, like, she left him, which was probably super hard to do. I just, I have, I have a bone to pick with her parenting methods. Imagine raising Clary. Couldn't have been easy, you know? Imagine giving birth and raising it to be that thing. Like, I would personally give it away. Because she is honestly. Like, I don't mind Jocelyn. I know that you don't like her, but I don't mind her. And, yeah, like, that's mostly a you thing. Well, you know what, Simran? I will, this is the hill I will die on. I don't like Jocelyn. And you guys will see in the upcoming episodes how my hatred of her is warranted because I will give evidence. I will give proof on why she is just a bad character. I'm excited to read more books with redhead characters. See how this whole thing turns out. Listen, it, it's just it's just coincidence. There is no correlation or causation. I'm just saying. We're I think we're at five books so far that there's been redheads that you hate. Oh, I, but I hate that you're counting. Please stop counting. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So back to the task at hand, which is discussing the ending of City of Glass, which, um, you know, is probably characterized by Clary bringing Jace back from the dead. So she literally gets any wish in the whole entire universe and she picks Jace. She doesn't pick world ending world hunger or world peace or like ending wars or ending demon kind. She picks Jace, which I guess is supposed to be romantic, but I just can't see it as romantic. At this point when she does that, do they does she know that they're siblings? Mm-hmm. Like does she sorry, does she think that they're siblings? No. 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 Okay, because do you think that if she thought they were siblings, she'd be like, nah, just just leave him there. I'll take something else. <laughs> no, because she's clearly okay with incest. She would have been like, this is a setback, but we can deal with it. Ugh, no, that was, I feel like I kind of, like, I understand that if someone that you cared about, like, even if it's disgusting, if someone that you cared about just died right in front of your eyes, would you, A kind of solve the problem immediately in front of you or worry about things that aren't on your mind right now? Well, I guess I like to think I would do the right thing and wish for something that benefits all of humanity. Humanity. I don't know why I was going to say humanitarian. No, all of humanity. But I honestly, like, you're right. I don't know what I would do in the situation. But I guess, I guess I hope I just would pick better than Clary. Um, I think we have, like, one more thing to wrap us up. Mm-hmm. You want to go ahead? It's the, it's when Aileen said, oh, maybe Jace doesn't want you anymore because it's not forbidden. Um, I don't even have the words to express how weird and uncomfortable this made me. I guess this should have been in the uncomfy section, but whatever. Like, why would you make a joke about basically, like, supporting incest because being in a forbidden, incestuous relationship is more spicy? I honestly don't even think she was, like, joking. She was just... I don't know. She, she just I don't being know. Aileen. It was uncomfortable. I was like, that's not, that's not a cool thing to say. Honestly, like, this episode, if you were to take a keyword from it, it would be, I'm uncomfy. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and honestly, like, this is the reason why, like, I would give this book a B. Like, moving on to the ratings, I would give this book a B. But because of the triple incest that Simran mentioned... Um, I'm gonna have to dock a few points and say a C. Like, Cassandra, you gave us a taste of an incest book. We didn't like it. Um, I just don't know why you would continue in that vein, you know? So Yeah, times three. Times three. So, you know, for me, Avika, I will give it a C. Um, for me, Simran, um, <laughs> I would give it a B minus. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but for whatever reason, I did want to keep reading it. Um, less true with when I recently reread it versus when I first read it. Um, my rating for Cassie's books, at least the mortal, mortal instruments are definitely inflated due to nostalgia and have not really, are not really related to the plot because again, triple incest. Yeah. Yeah. So that is all we have for you guys today. Make sure to follow at Yapping Yappin' with us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Our question for you guys is what are your thoughts on Sebastian? Dark and dreamy or weird and obnoxious? Let us know what you think on our social media. Thank you for listening and we will see you. Whoa, we will meet you in another book world. <laughs>